Greetings, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to my new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast series. We have been overwhelmed with the responses that people have shared from listening to these messages on my SiriusXM show over the years. Those listeners, and they're sharing my show with their network, telling people about it, telling their family members, their friends, and their coworkers about this show and the impact it's having on their lives. That's the main reason that this show is now number one for self-help in America, and I'm very grateful. Yet, we realize that many people do not have satellite radio, and therefore could not experience for themselves the message. They could not get it for themselves. So we are now sharing these messages with everyone via this new podcast. Enjoy it and share it with your network. And let's help even more people to do more, be more, and achieve more. Tell everybody so that they can live a Wealthy Ways life as well. Welcome to the new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And remember, your best is yet to come. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And yes, it is an incredible day. I hope you're ready for a great day. You have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it, forced upon you. You can't refuse it. You didn't seek it. You didn't choose it, but it's up to you to use it. You must suffer if you lose it. Give account if you abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but your eternity are all wrapped up in it. And I am a grateful, I am a grateful man today that I have the opportunity to be on the air to share with you some ideas, strategies, techniques, principles that will help you have greater personal and professional success. Are you ready for a great, a great hour of power. Well, I'm ready to give for you some information and I've got a great guest. Now, you know, I start every show with that one minute, God's Minute by Dr. Benjamin Mays. And for those who don't know, he was Martin Luther King Jr.'s mentor. And he was the one who inspired Martin Luther King Jr. to dream impossible and incredible dreams. Now, Dr. Mays gave that one minute and I have made it part of my uh, just signature in everything I do, every interview, every speech, Everywhere I go, I share that minute. In my first book, It Only Takes a Minute to Change Your Life, was built on that one minute. Now, that's God's minute. And, you know, I take the beginning of every show to give God some glory, to give God praise. I am grateful. I am grateful, 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 not just because of the fact that this show now has exploded across the country and around the world. People around the world are listening. It's now number one for self-help in America. I, I appreciate that. I'm grateful for the books, and, and the books are number one bestsellers all over the world, and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for being able to speak all over the world. I'm grateful for all of that. I'm grateful, but no, no, no. I am most grateful for health and strength for family and friends. I'm grateful that God has blessed me with those things. And I am grateful. You know, I tell you often, God's gift to you is life. Your gift to God is what you do with your life. And I want you to do something extraordinary with your life, exceptional with your life. And I want you to live a life that when your time comes to die, that God will be able to say, I am grateful and I'm glad I made that person and they have lived their life well. And so as we celebrate this incredible time of the year and we are so grateful for all of the great things, I've got an incredible guest for you. I've got an incredible guest for you today. Now, before I share about that, I want to take a moment to 
thank all of you who send me emails and, and say that you listen to this show. Continue to send me emails, that you like it, that you listen. It encourages us. It also gives us intel as to how many people are listening. I like when you say, I'm listening and I like it and, and this and that, because we, we need to know you're here. Also, I want to thank all of you who've gone to jollymarriage.com and gotten the marriage book. It's exclusive at jollymarriage.com. It's not on Amazon. And so you uh, go and get the free chapter on jollymarriage.com as well as you can get your copy copies there and we sign the copies and send them out. We recommend that couples get two copies, one for each uh, member of the of the couple and uh, each person so that you can read it together and at the end of each chapter talk about the chapters and you can grow together. So go to jollymarriage.com. My guest today is a good buddy. I've known him for many 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 years. He is an achiever extraordinaire. An entrepreneur extraordinaire. He's going to bless many of you today because of his story. He's been in business for over 25 years, and he started with nothing. He started with nothing, no funding, and he's built it into a over $30 million business, and he has... Uh, uh, a background is very interesting. He joined the Navy at the age of 16. He was a high school dropout <laughs> and went and got a GED. He'll tell you that story. Uh, he could not actually enlist until he was 17 with his mother's signature, but he joined. He went and said, I want to do this at 16, and they had got a powerful story about that. He went from the Navy where he was uh, had all sorts of accommodation, uh, accommodations and all sorts of medals and rewards and awards. He went from the Navy to work for AT&T, then IBM, then Konica, and he started after many years of being exceptional and one of the leading uh, providers in those industries, his own company, a copy of equipment company, and now he's grown into a cybersecurity classified printing and uh, documents company that is in all 50 states as well as in Guam, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, Alaska. He's all over the world. He has every 50, every state covered, and he has built this incredible empire where I would just say this, he is uh, in, a, in organizations and in then federal buildings that if I told you, he'd have to kill me. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, the president, CEO of Page After Page Office Solutions, the one and only Jane Page, or Jimmy Page, as we like to call him. Jimmy Page, how you doing? I'm doing well, Willie. I'm doing real well. Now, 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 we reconnected, folks. Let me tell you, I knew him years ago when he was starting his business. I actually went to speak for him. When he had just a few little people, he, he just, it, it was just a few folks. But he said, I want you to come and speak. He gave everybody my book. He had bought my book for all his people, and he gave them a book. And he said, there's this guy named Willie Jolly. I'm going to find him, and I'm going to bring him in to speak. And he did that. And then we became friends, and I looked at how he was growing and struggling. He was struggling. And then we kind of lost track with each other for many years. And then when the opening of the African-American Museum... I was there because I'm honored that I was one of the uh, donors who, and he was there. He was one of the original donors from the African American Museum, and we were there at the reception, and we reconnected, and he told me, you know, I've, I've, I appreciate your coming years ago. Well, let me tell you where I am now. When he told me all the things he was doing, it was amazing. So I've given you the thumbnail sketch. James, Jimmy Page, why don't you tell people a little more about you and the rest of your story? Willie, first of all, I got to say, um, it was an honor to be at the African American Museum. 
uh, also it was an honor to see you. Uh, there is a um, soft spot in my heart that goes with a story I'd like to share uh, on why I became a donor at the African American Museum. And one of the things that key is a story. And, and the story goes simply like this. Uh, there's an elderly gentleman, and he's knocking on the door of his son, waking him up. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, Michael. Um, he doesn't hear anything. He knocks again. Michael, you got to wake up. You got to wake up. You got to go to school. So Michael says, I don't want to go to school. He says, Michael, um, why do you, don't you want to go to school? He says, Dad, I can give you three reasons why. He says, reason number one, I don't like school. He says, number two, he says, the children, they tease me. And number three, I hate school. So the father knocks on the door. He says, Michael, wake up. I can give you three reasons why. So he says, number one, he says, Michael, it's your duty. He says, number two, Michael, it's, it's, you're, 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 you're 50 years old. <laughs> he says, number three, he says, plus you're the school principal. <laughs> So I got to say, wake up, and we need to wake up. Uh, I got you. That's funny. All right. So, look, I, I, I gave him the... <laughs> All right. So, you know, he this guy is, he, he, he makes, he's just a, a good guy who has blessed so many people, and he's, he's had that same kind of a wonderful spirit. Well... I told the quick synopsis of your story about dropping out of school. You give the rest of the story. How did you get in the Navy? Tell that story, please. I'm going to tell that story. And, and you know, Willie, we stand on the shoulders of greatness. And I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say anything about my mother and uh, why I feel that I deserve to sit in front of uh, uh, you and, and the world and tell, um, tell where my background is. Number one, I got to say that uh, I was born to a young mother who dropped out of school herself at 13 years old. Wow. Uh, she had five children, and uh, she was on welfare, and she was abused. Uh -huh. um, the, the latest thing is now hashtag me too, but she was violently abused, uh, and um, she uh, had a hard time. Uh, I want to say that my journey in growing up was the same thing. Uh, I um, found myself... Uh, dropping out of school at 13. Uh, I found out, you know, uh, basically she was homeless. I became homeless. Uh, I was physically and emotionally abused growing up also. Uh, we had five different fathers, and, of course, um, not every father is going to accept you. Uh, I became a fighter. Uh, I became a rascal getting in trouble. Well, with that, I found out that um, uh, my mother was abused, my father committed suicide, so... Things weren't going very well for me at that time as a child, and I'm sure everyone can, can kind of share in um, what um, kind of tragic um, and uh, unfortunate things can occur to a small child trying to find his way. So in, in, in bringing it back to uh, what you had just asked me as far as what was it that changed in my life, I've got to say to, uh, to you, uh, Willie, I'm going to ask you a question. If you're on a train and you don't like the way that where the train is going, and you're on this train with all your friends, they're partying, they're laughing, they're joking, having a great good old time, and you look out the window and you don't like where this train is going. How do you steer a train, Willie? Well, I assume you steer the train by taking control of the, 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 the uh, controls or the, the steering mechanism and decide where it's going to go. Glad you said that, Willie. 
That's, a lot, that's what a lot of people think that they do. But however, step back. You're on a train. There's no steering wheel. Mm. It's on tracks. Yes. So you literally have to get off the train and lay tracks. But hold it. Your friends are going to say, hey, man, you crazy. You know, the last guy got killed. He got off the train. You know, he got ran over by this. He tripped. He fell, bumped his knee, bumped his head. He died. What happens in life is that no matter what, you got to do the work. You got to lay track in your life. And that was the beginning of my journey. All right, so you you, you lay track now. We're gonna have to take a break in a minute. I just really want to get. I really want to get to this story about you getting in the Navy. You dropped out of school, right? And so you and your buddy, y'all, you and your best buddy, your best friend, y'all want to go to the Navy because you say, look, we mess it up. Nothing happening here in the community. Let's go be a commander of a ship. You saw someone on a TV or something and saw the commander uh, being saluted. You went to the recruitment office and said, we want to be commanders of the ship. Is that correct? That's exactly correct. And what happened from there? Well, I, you want me to tell the story now? Yes. All right. Um, here I am. Um, me and a buddy of mine, we're hanging out on the street corner just like everybody or, you know, rascals uh, looking for, uh, uh, I guess, an uh, easy paycheck and in, in doing something. And um, we decided our lives weren't going somewhere. Uh, so that we decided to um, jump on um, a bandwagon at another friend who went into the military. And we decided to um, join the military. So we went down to uh, the recruiter, and uh, the recruiter says to us, um, uh, what are you guys here for? So we said we wanted to um, join the, um, the Annapolis Academy to become naval officers. <laughs> okay. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to continue from there when you give me the cue. All right, look, we got, we got more to this story because <laughs> the story is compelling. He went to the Navy recruiter, said, I want to be in Annapolis at the Navy Academy so I can command a ship. He doesn't have a high school diploma. He's a dropout, and your buddy's a dropout. And so what happens? He does get in the Navy, and he gets in the Navy soon. But you got to hear how. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for sure, your best is surely yet to come. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website. Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the All Access badge. On that page, you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of 
interesting and informational interviews for my XM show. I'm telling you, this is a great page. And why do I do it? Because I've learned that the more we give, the more we get. And the more we help other people to grow and go to the next level, the more we receive in our business. So we want to help you. Tell your friends about it. Go to Facebook and get my information. Go to my website. Get my free resources. And get on wjspeaks.com and hit that all access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind the scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask is that you pass it on because the more you give, the more you get. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. My special guest today is James Jimmy Page, who has created uh, one of the biggest cybersecurity printing and documents uh, companies in America. And he has done it starting with a GED, which you have to tell the rest of the story, dropping out of high school at a young age, wanting to go in the Navy. And I just want to tell you, uh, this story is compelling. So I want you to listen to the story. James, uh, Jimmy Page, you go to the recruiter. You see a, a commercial. You see the commander commanding the ship. You see something about the Naval Academy. You go to the recruiter at 16 years old with your buddy. Both of you dropped out of school, have been hanging out on the block and getting into trouble. And you say, you know, let's, let's go and, and command a ship. Let's go have some fun. You go to the recruiter and say, hey, we want to go to the Naval Academy. Well, you know, one thing, uh, I'm from the Bronx, Bronx, New York. There's something about <laughs> being a, from the Bronx. Something about from the Bronx. <laughs> something about being from the Bronx. You've got Colin Powell, who I like to say, um, he was several blocks, but I grew up the block from Colin Powell. We had Jennifer Lopez. Uh, we had a lot of celebrities in the home of hip-hop. All right. Uh, R&B. Um, but more than that, I've got to say that... Um, we just had a, a creative way of doing things that we're in, in my town growing up. And one of the things that uh, we decided to do, because a lot of things weren't going right for us. So we said, hey, uh, such and such went into Navy. Why don't we try this Navy thing going on a buddy-buddy plan? Right. So, uh, again, we talked about being an officer. Um, so we went down to the recruiter. So we asked the recruiter we wanted to go to officer school, and we wanted to command a ship. So the interesting thing about it, he didn't laugh us out the door and say, get out of here. He said, well, do you have a college degree? And we both looked at each other and said, no. He said, well, first of all, to get in the Navy, you have the college degree, but you can go into the Army. And we, weren't, we, we didn't want to do the Army. But um, not saying the Army's bad, but we didn't want to do the Army. We had our minds made up on the Navy. So he said, well, what you can do is there's a uh, school, Evander Childs, that's given the GED test. You could take the GED test. Oh, you test. didn't have a college degree and didn't have a high school degree. I did not have a high school degree. Okay, so, so you, go, you go yeah. to take the, the GED. So we go to take the GED. Um, we both took it. Um, we got our results back a week later, and I don't know what um, Paul's results were, but I know... It, you needed a 177. I remember that number like the back of my hand. I got a 176. Wow. Failed it by one point. Wow. 
He failed it as well. You just don't know why. I don't know. All right. Took three, three weeks. No, three weeks. About two weeks. I'm sorry. Two weeks to take the test again. So three weeks later, knock on his door. I said, come on, uh, Paul. We need to go take the test again. So Paul tells me, uh, you know, I'm going on the block. I'm going to hang out with some friends. You, you don't need to go take that test. Why don't you come with me? There's some, some people I want to introduce you to, some things, some, some moves I want to make. So I said, nah, you know, I made up my mind I'm going to do this, so I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll catch up with you later. So anyway, not having any money in my pocket, and that's important too. Yeah. But uh, where there's a will, there's a way. Uh -huh. I made it, and um, it was quite a distance to get to this school. So I had to take a bus and a train and another bus. I made it. Walked some ways, took the train other ways, but um, nevertheless, I made it, took the test, came back home, met up with my friend. We're still hanging out. So two weeks later, we're hanging out on the block, and I get a call at a local liquor store. Huh. Name of the liquor store was called Cozy Corner. Still there today. Uh -huh. uh, Mom called the, 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 the liquor store, pick up the phone. They asked for me. I pick up the phone, and uh, my mom says, hey... I need you to come home. I got to tell you something real quick. So I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm busy. Uh -huh. She said, well, let me just tell you now. She said, uh, you got a 177. You passed by? One point. One point. Yeah, 178. I was 178. Passed by one point. Wow. With that, uh, she enrolled me, signed me up. I was um, 16 years old. Um, at that time, uh, I was on a delay program, went into the Navy, boot camp, Came home from boot camp. Boot camp was about eight weeks. Came home from boot camp to visit my friend Paul. Yeah. And found out that Paul was severely shot several times. And uh, still uh, one of my best friends. Uh, he was dead. Wow. And I know I would have been with him. Wow. What a story. He, he uh, had a GED by one point, failed by one point, passed by one point, went in the Navy. When he got in the Navy, folks, if you uh, read his bio, it's amazing that one of the things I love about his story is he went in the Navy and he didn't just go in the Navy. He went on the USS nuclear-powered Nimitz and he became a spearheader of reorganizing the documents, the computers. He just became someone who was interested in creating success in his position. He became well-known as an achiever in the Navy, and then when he left the Navy, he was recruited by many corporate groups. He went on to work with uh, AT&T and then IBM, where he received uh, awards for excellence, and then went on after a number of years of being one of the top corporate a uh, printer and computer and document uh, directors to start his own company. You started your company with nothing. That's, that's a big deal. Um, you say nothing, but Willie, to be honest with you, I started the company uh, $17,000 in debt. Wow. One a of, negative. One of my first clients wrote me a bounce check wow. for $17,000. Wow. And came home and... My wife asked me, what are you doing? Uh-huh. You, you quit IBM. Yes. We had benefits. We had four children at the time, one on the way. You quit IBM to start your own business. Uh, I'm down with you. I'm behind you. But yeah, you come home with a check. It's bounced. I got the police calling me, wondering when we're going to pay it. Do you have the money? Well, I didn't tell her this, but I had spent the money on furniture, business cards, <laughs> <laughs> so you had always spent the 17000 and for, for, for those who know, though, the story ends well. You're still married, 30? 
Still married 33 years. Right. And five children. Five children. And all have gone to college. All have gone to college, got their college degree. Correct. Wow. One has a master's degree. Wow. So, folks, he is a entrepreneur extraordinary. He didn't let this setback. <laughs> Y'all know I'm going to go there. A setback is set up for a comeback. He did not let this setback stop him. He turned this setback into a comeback. He started a company in spite of being $17,000 in debt because of the bounce check. No uh, resources, but through grit, determination, and a commitment to be positive in the spot in the in the, in the midst of spatial and difficult and challenging times, he was able to build this company. Now, years later. You donate to the African American Museum. You uh, donate to other causes. You sit on some boards. I do. I sit on an advisory board for the Salvation Army. Uh, I was also uh, invited to be on the advisory board for the Girl Scouts. I'm an exclusive member of Harvard University, which is the Inc. 100 list. Uh, it's an organization that uh, comes out of Boston. And what they do is they search local impoverished areas to find out businesses that are succeeding where there's no money. Wow. So he has done this. And I'll tell you one more thing. I got to tell you how I, I was so impressed is uh, he, we we have a friend named Jackie uh, Burnett, right? Jackie Burnett. Uh, and uh, Robinson. Robinson. Jackie Burnett Robinson. She was the was with the she was the director of small business for the small business association for the incubator program. And uh, I developed a friendship with her. And when I went to visit her and her team uh, one day at the small business administration, she had a picture of James Page, Jimmy Page, and said, this is a guy. I said, that's my friend, James, Jimmy Page. She said, you know, James. I said, I've known him for years. She said, he's our poster guy. He's the poster guy of success for our organization, for Small Business Administration, because he did it right. He did it the right way. He started with nothing, and he built a massive company. So, folks, what we want to talk about today, I want to talk about how he can give you some tips. Because many of the people who are listening are small business. We got one of the top uh, shows in America for small business, uh, small business owners. Many of you are small business. Many are pastors. Many are entrepreneurs. And some want to be entrepreneurs. Some want to take control of their destiny. Some want to be able to say, I didn't like where I was and I wanted to get that train and get off. <laughs> I like that story, James. I like that story. So, 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 okay, you know what? I ask everybody the same question. I ask everybody the same question. And the question is, if you were speaking to a, a group of college students and you were going to tell them, okay, guys, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you what it's going to take for you to build your business, starting with nothing. Let me tell you, here are, some, here are some of the principles or some of the strategies you're going to need. Tell me a few of them, James. Uh, well, I'm not sure I can tell you some strategies, but I can tell you some um, uh, gritty, uh, actual real-life situations that I was faced with. Okay. Uh, I was faced with, number one, I owed a million dollars to IRS. Wow. I had a credit score of 200. Wow. Uh, I had five employees that were looking to get paid on the 15th and the 30th. Yes. I had uh, the light bill, the gas bill, the, 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 the um, furniture bill, telephones uh, to do business. Uh, IRS started garnishing my check. So on the 15th, to make payroll, I go to the bank and there's no money in there. I go to a local program that offers counseling for business owners on how to get the money you need to stay in business. And they advised me shut the door right now, leave, get out of business. 
a million dollars, you won't be able to make it. So what I decided to do, since IRS was already garnishing the money, I said, I just gave myself a loan because I'm paying IRS every time they take the money. So what I said is all I have to do is double my effort, double my money-making ability, and I can stay in business. So not only did I double my revenue, I tripled it. Wow. And with that, I was able to uh, pay IRS. So you refuse to give up. You've developed a, a mindset that refuses to give up. And that's one of your secrets, isn't it? Yes, sir, it is. It Re is. Right. Now, you're willing to fail as well. I am. And, and with failure, um, I always looked at failure not being um, actually failing. It just uh, means that you've uh, kind of like a child. If you tell a child he's at a grocery store and you tell him, no, you can't have that candy, the, the child will tell you, well, what if I eat it after uh, dinner? You say no. And he says, well, what if I save it for next week? No. And you keep saying no. The child doesn't give up. Wow. The child thinks that no just means you don't have enough information. And a lot of times... <laughs> a no is a yes waiting to happen. Am it, I right about it? Is, it is. Really. And that's what it takes for entrepreneurs. A no is a yes. You're going to get no's all the time. But that's it. So be willing to fail. One, no, don't, don't think fail Failure is not what you are. It's something that happens to you. You're not a failure because you fail. I fail all the time. I have more things that I fail at. But keep going and keep trying. Look, we're going to take a quick break for station identification. We'll be right back after this break. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly. And for years, I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad, Bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were. I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willie.jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. We're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly with my special guest, James Jimmy Page, the founder, CEO of Page After Page, uh, a high tech, high security. You got security clearances. Yeah, top secret and FCL. Uh, we're on 8A schedule. We're on GSA schedule, uh, small business uh, programs. Uh, so, yes. So, where, because some people might have to jump off. Where can they reach you? How can they get, because you, you know, you know, some people might want to uh, reach you to get some consulting. To have, you know, they have small businesses. I need a consultant who can help me grow my business. Some might want to get you because they need a speaker. They need you to come and speak for their, for their team and tell them how to ne never give up and uh, keep going. Some might need some of your products. Uh, they might be a high-growing uh, corporate entity who needs some high-security um, um, copiers. And, and one of the things we all know is now in a time where, where companies are being breached by their security and that we've seen companies lose millions and millions, some almost a billion dollars overnight because of security breaches, you uh, help them to fix that. And you might have some companies who say, I want to partner with him to, to do some things. Where can they reach you, James, Jimmy Page? Uh, website is pageafterpage.us. Uh, we're on LinkedIn. We're on uh, Facebook. We're on Twitter, uh, or different uh, social media uh, platforms. Uh, 
uh, right now we're uh, putting together a uh, podcast and also um, a uh, YouTube um, program that promotes um, exactly what we're doing. All right. So, so what we do is we provide um, document management. We provide um, 3D, 4D printing. Uh, we divide, uh, we've got drone technology right now. One of the latest buzz with Amazon is, of course, um, Alexis. Uh, Konica Minolta has just come out with a program called Lisa. Mm. So right now, being able to talk to your printing devices, uh, asking them what, what kind of copies, how many copies, uh, also being able to um, uh, do storage. You do uh, artificial AI, artificial intelligence. You do all of that. Artificial intelligence right now. Wow. So, yeah. so this is a guy who has built this company through pure grit, okay? So uh, one of the things I love, you told me offline, you have built a resistance to give up and a mindset. You've, uh, uh, and you're more concerned about EQ than IQ. Tell us about that. Yeah, I think, um, well, right now, um, uh, a lot of times you go to school and, and college and universities and they teach you, you know, of course, you know, what's your IQ? And that's a big thing. And you're competing against your, your neighbors, your friends, your classmates on how to get that A and continually stay up to A. But a lot of times we're not teaching EQ. And I think the EQ is the emotional intelligence, being able to read a situation, uh, being able to help a brother. Uh, staying positive in the midst of stuff. Positive. And you know what, really? I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't share this with you right now. Um, I, I grew up in New York and I learned um, compassion. Mm. When I when I came into the Navy, I came into the Navy in Washington D.C. over at the Navy Yard in Anacostia. I would not be in business today if it wasn't Anacostia because Anacostia taught me determination and grit. Uh, I've knocked on every door in all of the Ward Eight, uh, all of Ward. I'm sorry, all Ward One, Two, Three, Four, Five, Six, Seven, Eight. Uh, that's how I fed five children by knocking on doors. Uh, one situation that comes to mind. My, my door, because I'm, I, I lived in an area or I worked in an area that was uh, pretty uh, risky. It was the red light district. Uh -huh. uh, so I had people defecating in front of my, my, my business. Um, you know, uh, my, my place was robbed weekly, um, <laughs> we cash register and everything. Wow. Um, but I, I want to tell this story, and this yes. story is important because um, wow. uh, D.C. went through a transformation, yep. and um, they changed the red light district. They started throwing up hotels. They started throwing up uh, housing, million-dollar homes and everything. And so the poor people were just running the street. Uh -huh. One situation happened. Uh, I leave the office sometimes about uh, 11, 12 o'clock at night. I'm leaving my office, turning the corner, and it's pitch back black where I, I, do my, I park my car. I walk around the corner, and this guy grabs me. Bang. And scared me. Uh-huh. And um, he kind of looked at me and said, spare some change. Now, I've been past giving dollars and $2 to homeless people. My staff said, why do you, why do you keep doing this, James? I say, you know, this is, this is who I am. I'm not going to work until 11, 12 o'clock, get hit in the head because of a dollar. So that's who I was. I wasn't challenged until I left the office one day, and this guy comes face to face. He had a scully cap on that was kind of, it was supposed to be white, but it was every other color. He had a white T-shirt. It was filthy, jeans dirty, shoes dirty. Then all of a sudden, uh, he asked me to spare some change. So I keep a couple of dollars in my pocket, gave it to him. Willie, I got to say this to you because this went on for at least 25 days, mm. catching me at, you know, 2 o'clock, uh, at night, um, I mean, next day, uh, 11 o'clock. But then one day, you know, I start feeling used. Yeah. 
So uh, I said, I'm gotta t- I got to stop this guy. Stop. I can't keep giving this guy money. So one day he comes up to me in the morning. So now it's fresh, 8 o'clock in the morning. He says to me, hey, Mr. Page, um, uh, look, man, um, I need some money. I didn't get home last night. So, you know, I said, okay. So I got him now. So he comes up to me. I pull out a $100 bill. I said, here's a $100 bill. So he looks at me, eyes wide open, but then I hold back. And I said, I got a job for you. I need you to clean up some stuff, and I need you to come back and do some work for me. So he said, oh, yeah, 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 okay, cool. So anyway, make a long story short, I did this because there's a, there's a, a street rule that if I pay you and you don't do the work, you're going to be avoiding me. Mm. So I didn't have to have him every morning ask me for change. The other thing I wanted to do was work him hard so he could know what hard work was. Yeah. So anyway, he said he's going to be back. I said, okay, be back. So anyway, make a long story short, he comes back. Uh, I wait for him. All of a sudden he shows up. This guy has a tie, a white shirt suit got a haircut and i said to him what's going on he said man i would have been here sooner but the church wanted to charge me twenty dollars to take a shower what do you need come to find out this guy was an engineer in anacostia lost his job at ups reason why i want to say, share the story is because recently i'm at starbucks i hadn't seen him in maybe about three four years somebody pats me on the back of my shoulder i turn around i see a child and a lady i didn't know them but i smiled i get tapped again i turned around and it was this guy, Michael. He was a little bit heavier, big smile on his face. He says, you don't remember me. He said, I never got a chance to thank you, but I got back with my wife and my children. And I got my job back. And he gave me this hug, Willie. That was, this is all worth it. Wow. Wow. I love that. And that's the kind of guy James Jimmy Page is. I'm telling you, folks, this is, that's, that, I've heard different stories from other people about you, though, in Chinatown and, and around the country where you are part of the community. You know that if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And so you've done that as an entrepreneur, as, an, as, a, as a community activist. So no, you got five children, you got married for 33 years, you built a multi-million dollar, multi, 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 multi-million dollar company. You started with a dropout of high school, you got a GED. Uh, where are you now in terms of uh, education? Funny that you speak. Yeah, I, I want people to hear that. I'm now attending NOVA. I've been going to NOVA, Northern Virginia Community College, for the past oh, three years. I have an opportunity to graduate uh, two semesters in the fall. Uh, with that, I've been uh, notified that I have an opportunity to go into Georgetown University's uh, master's MBA program. Now, you probably could teach the MBA program, but that, nevertheless, he, he decided... Um, you, you, you're, you're not you're not a spring chicken. You got children who are grown, and he's he looked like he's still a teenager. <laughs> Once y'all see him with his picture online, you'll see he's handsome. He's he's uh, charming. But as an older person, over forty, he decided to go back to school and do those things that he promised his mom he would do. He's gone back to school. He's getting his degree. He's going to get his master's, and he's building a business and running a business. So I, I'm always impressed with people like him. That's why I wanted to celebrate and, and also share with you that it's possible for you, wherever you are in your life. You say, well, I'm, I'm too busy. I can't go back to school. Y'all know I went back and got my doctorate in 2012, and it was hard. I had to shut my business down for a year and go back to school. I've been talking about getting my doctorate. Many of you have been talking about going back to school. You've been talking about starting a business, but it's going to be hard. Yes, it's hard. What James has said is hard, 
but it's hard. Uh, it's hard either way. So if you're going to go through hard anyway, you might as well go for the gusto. And that's what we want you to do. We want you to start businesses. Some of you say you're going to write a book. You haven't, you haven't reached out to me, say I want to write a book. Some of you say you want to be a speaker. You haven't gone to my, my page, youcanspeaknow.com, to even get some of the resources. I've told it about it before, but it, maybe you haven't heard about it. Go to You Can Speak Now. You want to be a speaker. You say you want to you be an entrepreneur. Well, James Page could be a, a, a coach for you, a consultant to help you. Some of you have small businesses. You want to grow them to a massive multi-million dollar business. You can c- contact him. He is a guy who, who has consulting clients. He has uh, all sorts of clients. And that's what I'm impressed with. And you're on board. You t- all this stuff you're doing. Now, you got something you shared with me uh, some time ago about 321. I like that. Tell people what 321 is. Well, 321 is uh, a lot of times individuals, humans, we don't want to do what we know we need to do. Uh-huh. And what we find out is we do the things that we know aren't good for us a lot of times. But I found out going to gym and, 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 and just living my life that you only have three seconds to make a decision mm. that can change your life. Yes. And I say, I call it the three second rule simply because you got three, two, one. You got ABC. You got one, two, three. Most of the time, people want to communicate to you, they communicate to you in threes. Uh huh. Don't do that. Just do it. Nike. <laughs> wow. There's so many things that are in three. And I, one thing that I. So you I, do a countdown. I do a countdown. How do you do it? Uh, three, two, one. That's it. Let's go. Three, two, one. Let's go. Yeah. That's it. Folks, you know, sometimes you don't want to do what you know you need to do. You know, uh, my friend Brian Tracy said you, you got to eat the frog. You don't want that frog. You look at that frog. You don't want to do that job. You don't make that call. You don't want to tell people, have people tell you no. You don't want somebody to reject you when you're going for the business. But she said, you know, just go eat the frog. And what James is saying, three, two, one, let's go get it. Let's go to work, okay? Let three, two, one. I like that. Wake, wake, wake up, wake up, get it done. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to that story you yeah. began with. So you can't wait for things to happen. You got to make things happen. Am I right about it, James? Talk about that. Absolutely. Uh, I got to talk about that, uh, and I use an analogy uh, about a peacock, Willie. Uh huh. How does a peacock get its colors? You know the beautiful colors. How yes. does it get, get the colors? It it opens its flume, I guess. How does it get the colors, though? I don't know. Okay, let me tell you how a peacock gets. Look this up. Uh-huh. A peacock gets its colors because it eats poisonous rats, poisonous snakes, poisonous berries. Mm. Willie, you're a peacock. Come on. And the I reason why I say that yeah. is because a lot of times in life, there's some people in your family, there's some friends that can't take a problem. Mm-hmm. They fall apart. Yes. There's some people that can't pull You save lives. You know why? Right. Because if somebody ate poison, they die. Right. But you can digest poison. So that somebody else can live. Wow. Wow. The, the tough stuff. The, by poison, you mean the tough stuff. The tough stuff in your life. They're going to have tough on. stuff. Because people, one of the things that has blessed a lot of people in my Chicken Soup for the Christian Soul book, where I talk about losing my mother, my brother, and my father-in-law in 30 days. And people say, how do you share the story? I say, because it blesses other people. And it's that pain that I had to internalize and then write about. But then how I overcame it because of the grace of God and was able to now share in a book that has gone on to be one of the top 100 stories of all time in, in the Chicken Soup series. And so... I, I want to encourage people to know that you're going to have some tough moments. You're going to have some tough times. James is saying you got to in, internalize this. Be willing to take the tough so that you can bless others. And in blessing others, what you'll do is you'll create a legacy that will outlive you. And 100 years from now, somebody will say, you remember that, that person named James Jimmy Page and what he did for our city, for his children, for our community. We're going to be right back after this break. we got more to come. One more segment with my dear friend, James Jimmy Page, the founder and CEO of of page after page. 
We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and will help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. today is a great one. You're getting such great information from a real deal entrepreneur. Now, James, you uh, 
you got a book coming at some point, I believe, and we want to give people something. We want to give them something. So uh, how do we? How do they reach you to get uh, a little excerpt from the new book that's coming that you will send to them? Well, I know you want to do that. So that, well, I do have a gift. I have a, a coin. First of all, that uh, has two sides to the coin. On one side, it says failure. Uh-huh. Don't be intimidated by it. Uh-huh. On the other side, it says success. Don't be impressed by it. Wow. And um, the other thing is uh, the excerpt of my book. Uh, I've got a book coming out. Uh, the book is, is going to be, you know, um, just basically um, the first one is just a narrative of collection stories that I have that I've posted on Facebook for nine years. Wow. So you, you give them a, a collection of these stories. Them, All right. So folks, where can they get them? Uh, they can get it at the page at pgfthepg.com. Um, hit me up on the uh, email. Say it uh, again. Page. P-A-G-E. At P-G after P-G.com. It's abbreviated page after page. All right. So page, the word page, P-A-G-E at, at P-G after P-G.com. Where can people get you for, or they can email you, but also if they want to purchase your products, they want to uh, get you as a consultant, they want to get some coaching, or some, you know, we got some big ballers who listen to this show who say, you know what, I'm doing a big deal, he would be a great partner for us to partner on, and maybe we should uh, do a strategic alliance. Uh, where can they reach you on your website as well as your um, uh, email? And again, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, sometimes you've got cr- uh, crabs in the ballot, ba- uh, crabs in the barrel type mentality. Uh, one person climbs up to pull a person down. I want to say first of all to anybody that owns a business out there that's looking to uh, either sponsor or work with another company uh, to cre- increase your uh, revenue. Uh, I'm not greedy. I'm hungry. Yes. When you're hungry, everyone. So it's not about the money. It's being able to satisfy people. One of my taglines in business was uh, in Washington, D.C., is you can get glasses in about, about an hour. You can get pizza in 30 minutes or less. But here in the nation's capital, one of the most powerful cities in the world, it takes three, four, sometimes a week to get service on mission-critical information, computers, copiers, um, printers and the likes, and we've been able to capture the market here locally and abroad to be able to bring you service for the same day. Same day. So you had 50 states. Sometimes less than four hours. So people in any state can reach your company. That's correct. Wow. So folks, if you got uh, mission critical information and cybersecurity, that's a big deal now. And that was was major, major. And um, the the, the thing with cybersecurity is is more or less um, a buckling down on um, being able to leave a, a fingerprint. Mm. And I'll tell you a quick story. There's, there was a government agent um, who basically um, had printed some documents off, and he's running, he was catching a plane, and um, he's, he took the subway to the train instead of um, uh, taxiing or, or something like that, and he left the documents on the, um, the train. And those documents had a list of people who was infectious with some um, internal diseases and uh, some, some people had AIDS, and uh, that was a bad look. So with some of the information that's going out, especially with the presidency, everyone's leaving a fingerprint now on anything that's printed, anything that's transferred, anything, any telephone calls, and the world right now has changed. And my hope is that we as an uh, African-American people are waking up to the fact that um, we need to get on board with this technology, social media and all the other things. This telephone that we have, uh, you'd be amazed. Uh, previously, 
uh, it would take maybe about a thousand, three, five, ten thousand dollars to have the amount of technology you have at your fingertips and to be playing games. That's why I tell the story. Wake up. Wake up. Well, you, 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 you've told it. And so you want to say it's Christian, uh, mission critical that you learn about cybersecurity and you get involved with it. Well, last, cu- last couple of minutes we got. Give, give these entrepreneurs some tips. Folks, he wants you to be successful. What do you tell folks who, who say, I want to be successful, but I don't know how to do it? What do you tell them? Get in over your head. What? Get in over your head. Tell me what that means. That means whatever it is in life, the only way you're going to grow is you got to get in over your head. Wow. Can't be comfortable. And I always look at it as, um, and this is a military term of mine, casualness leads to casualties. Wow. 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 So you can't be casual about it. You can't be casual. You got to go in. Three, two, one, baby. <laughs> Three, two, one, no <laughs> doubt. Three, two, one. A couple more things I want to talk about. You're a big reader. You, you've bought all my books, and that's how we met, obviously. And so well, what do you think about people, about self-development? Because you're always working on self. What are you, what's, the, what's your principle? What's your strategy? What's your mindset? I look at self-development as far as me getting up at uh, 4.15 in the morning to go to the gym to work out. Uh, I get that uh, three, two, one. Yeah. I'm up. A lot of times it's at the crack of the dawn, and maybe there's two, three people at the gym. Uh, I want to say that in life, um, if, you, if, if, if you don't like getting sand kicked on you at a beach or you don't like traffic jams, you got to get up early. Get up early and get at it. And ain't nobody there. And you work on yourself constantly. And, and you I read. I read. One of the latest books I'm reading now is called The Global Brain by Peter Russell. And it's a uh, it's talking about what's going on right now in the community, uh, as far as you know, individuals getting plastic surgery, individuals getting a new arm, new leg, being that we're in three D technology, the human the human capability of being able to to make our body stronger, live longer is coming. But folks, if you can't afford the ticket, you might as well look at a zebra or a billy goat or some extinct animal that's at a zoo. To say that your species is going to be replaced with the Terminator. Wow. As we, we uh, heard recently, you must become a disruptor in business or you will be disrupted. And we're in, a, we're in a, a culture of disruption. Amazon disrupts everything. It's, it's disrupted everything. Um, uh, the Internet has disrupted uh, bookstores, record stores. Everything has been disrupted. If you're not being a disruptor in your business model and you're disrupting the status quo, you will be disrupted. So you got to think outside the box. You got to think big thoughts. You got to think big dreams. I want you to set some goals. You, you're setting big goals. That's how you got here. Now you've got company, I got people all over America who represent your company. You've got a big team here. We're well, a very diver, di- diverse team because you sponsored uh, uh, my event, my one man show uh, last summer. And and I was so grateful. And then your team came to the event. Wow, you had people of every color, every background, every ethnicity. Uh, why, why is that important to you? Well, let me tell you, my end game of why I'm doing this, why I'm going to school and developing myself is uh, this is when you get into legacy. Uh-huh. This is when you want to leave something. The reason why I donated to the African-American Museum, and if anybody listening hasn't been there, that is church to me. It's awesome. And for you not to go, you know, uh, you got to go. You got to go. But the one thing that I wanted to build a relationship with is if you don't go to the African-American Museum and you leave there without tear-stained clothes, 
you don't get in, you need to redip yourself. But what I'm look, looking to do is to open up a charter school so that when you go through something as sad and, and, and as disheartening as the African American Museum, that there's an opportunity for you to come out and build your spirits back. Build back what it is because we stand on the shoulders of everyone that's in that tomb. Yeah. I, I call it a tomb. Well, you know that bottom that bottom level is like a tomb. But then when you get to the top levels, it's, it's uplifting. When you get to the entertainment, we see George Clinton stuff. We see the uh, Chuck Berry's uh, Cadillac. So we want you to go and and when you come out of the Oprah Winfrey Museum, I mean Oprah Winfrey Auditorium, turn to the left, uh, turn to the right, look on the wall, the the original founders, and you'll see James Page. Is it with your wife, Raquel? No, you'll see Willie Jolly before you see James Page because Willie's up. There. Yeah. And he was he was either there before I got there, so I had I'm to show him. I'm grateful, man. Look, we got a minute left. Closing thoughts, closing ideas for James Jimmy Page, please. Um, in closing, I just want to say I'm so blessed for the the nation, the the, the, the um, Washington uh, D.C. Anacostia area. I sit on the um, advisory board for the ACC, which is the Anacostia. Uh, community uh, center. Uh, I'm proud to be able to give back to that area because I would not be in business if I could not afford uh, the help that came out of that area. Uh, some of them was um, afflicted with drugs, alcohol. Those were the people that when I first started I could afford. So I got to say if my last minute is um, thank you and my goal is to give back. Amen. Well, you've done that. James, Jimmy Page, you can go to pageafterpage.us, learn about his business. And if you want to reach him personally, just email him at page at pgafterpg.com. He will uh, be a great consultant for you. You can get your um, your copiers that are uh, high tech as well as cyber secure discounted discounted uh, save you money bottom line i want to be able to say save you money there you go save you time and give you excellence my 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 well look folks it's been a great day i'm glad you heard this interview for those again who are new uh go to willyjolly.com slash gift willyjolly.com slash gift sign up for the newsletter so you can get these uh repeats every week about what we have learned from our guests and if you're not listening to my podcast on iheart you can go to uh stitcher or itunes wealthy ways willie jolly wealthy ways it's one of the top new um uh podcast do me a favor uh, when you get listen to the podcast leave a review Leave a review, and then if you've gotten, have not gotten my marriage book, I want you to go to jollymarriage.com, jollymarriage.com, and get your free chapter, and get the, get the book. If you buy the book, get two copies, and if you bought the book, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a picture with you in the book, and then put it on Twitter, on IG, and say uh, I, I, your comments, whatever they may be, and but most important, hashtag make love, make money, make it last. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Remember, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, your best is yet to come. Have a great day. Are you tired of crying and complaining? Tired of feeling like life don't get you fair? Do you see so many others moving on while you're steady going? Really?
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.